Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Welcome to episode 151 of Another Woodshop Podcast, where this week it is my honor to welcome our guest. Just like Prometheus gave fire to men, our guest gave woodworking to mere mortals. He is best described as the Bob Ross of woodworking, making projects for over 40 years, content for over a decade, and inspiring thousands of makers around the world. Steve Ramsey's here. Hey, Steve. Thanks for coming And I'm on on episode 151. 151. Hey, look at that. That's great. Thousands. Thousands might be low on the uh, inspira- inspiring uh, woodworkers. Tens number. of I think thousands. That might be, a, yeah, <laughs> might be low. No, uh, big thank you to Steve like for coming the on the show. I Prometheus reference. That was nice. That, that was because get it because the woodworking for mere mortals. You get it. Boo! No, I'm <laughs> it's just funnier when you that. explain it, Mike. We all know <laughs> no. it. <laughs> no, uh, big big thanks to Steve for coming on the show. I wanted to thank our patrons real quick. Big thank you to uh, Nick Brim Woodworking for becoming a patron. Uh, Bill Parker Combs <laughs> for becoming a patron. Yeah, I think somebody <laughs> might have lapsed their payment. Welcome no, back. Uh, yeah, welcome back, Nick Brim. <laughs> uh, and I'd like to thank all of our VIP patrons. That's Alex Copajohns, Bill Burkle, Braden with Little Bug, Daniel Bryson, Jacob Miller, Justin with Calvary Customs, Christian Tongue, Malcolm at ba- Bossa Nova Woodworks, Matt Maynard, Max and Mindy Coons, Melinda Coons, uh, Michael Flickinger, Michael Lydon, Scott Holland, Square Splinter, Steve Laterola, and that is all of our v- VIP patrons. That you is a sexy awesome. list. That's a great Woo! list. It's a great list. Uh, anyways... Yo, we've Steve, got Steve Ramsey's, Ramsey's on the show, oh so God. we can't be talking too much about it. I think we got to talk about that. <laughs> so how I many? Mean, we we bumped Lizzo for him. <laughs> right. How many <laughs> restaurants do you own now, Steve? <laughs> uh-huh. They're they're all in England Ron, though. Ron Ramsey. Right. <laughs> is, this, is this the money guy? <laughs> Dan, did you notice how he didn't hop on the podcast and go? This is rubbish. Yeah, I would just call people a muppet. That a muppet, my favorite you muppet. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was. Here, I heard where Eddie Van Halen, not Eddie Van Halen, Wolfgang Van Halen, apparently has got a pretty funny Twitter account. But he recently called somebody a grape. Who I saw that, and someone was I like, "That was really uh, funny." So was like, "Way to like call him out. Use your name, that name, to become popular or famous or something like that." That is my name, you grape. <laughs> it was just a, yeah, it's trying to become a meme, calling somebody a it's grape. Like a, yeah. It's like, <laughs> I love uh, that because it's just like it's so, it's so off the wall. It's like it's, it, it sort of fits. <laughs> it's good. You're dumb as a grape or dumb as a bag of hair. Whatever works. Yeah. No, uh, look, we can't waste time, Steve, because we got Steve on the show. So I wanted to talk. To you. <laughs> so I wanted. To, I wanted to, no, I wanted to ask you. Uh, you know, who who are you? We all know who you are, but I, I, how does Steve Ramsey discuss, describe Steve Ramsey? What do, what would you say? Who are you? I I make been making woodworking videos on youtube for a hell of a long time and i have a channel devoted to beginning woodworking i'm your i'm your woodworking gateway drug Ooh, yeah you are true that very accurate true that you're yeah. the weed of uh yeah, yeah. i've been yeah, i've been watching steve since he had casper as a sponsor and he was doing <laughs> oh man i was Enthralled, like every year, I was like pumped because you would put out like a really great Halloween episode. Oh man, I'm glad you watch those. Those are like my least watched. <laughs> those were videos, my favorite. I, I do them. I do the people who watch them love them, and I've been doing them for this will be my 15th year doing them, wow. and I love wow. doing them. This one, those are my favorite videos. It's my favorite time of year. You know, it's so yeah. it's, it's so funny because my my buddy Jake actually referred to you as the Bob Ross of woodworking today. And I was like, <laughs> I'm using that in the intro. That makes more sense than anything else because you you are the like, oh, we're gonna put a happy little pocket screw here. And <laughs> you know, like 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 you you took the base level like no not you can take a no knowledge person as far as woodworking goes and and make them into a maker, make them into a woodworker. Like you yeah. you have been doing that since the beginning. You're probably the most known for that. Um and I mean, it's, it's, the numbers speak for themselves. Look at how many videos you created, how many uh, subs you have. You have been here for a long time, and you've been at the the you know the beginning of the journey, the woodworking journey, uh, yeah. which is a phrase we love on here for a lot of people, <laughs> you know, uh, including us. I mean, yeah. we've all watched you for years, so it's it's really cool to have you on now, man. 
I've been watching since way before I ever thought about doing anything in my garage. Back when it was in black and white? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I used to have to film everything. I used to have to get the film developed and you would have to send it in. (laughs) It was was a silent film. (laughs) (laughs) You'd run something through the planer and then it would go to a black screen and says, planer noises. I got to wrap this. The stagecoach is going to be here any minute. I can't can't miss it. (laughs) This is ludicrous. No, I mean, yeah, you've been doing this for a long time. I mean, I think it's safe. To, I mean, I know that I start learned woodworking through content. I didn't go to, go to yeah. a traditional school or, I mean, I learned it through YouTube and Instagram and that's where I learned woodworking. And you were one, I mean, if I go back to my very, if I go back to my subscription list and sort by earliest, you're the the earliest. I mean, that's just a fact. Can you're you do the earliest subscription. I don't know. I just made that up. But uh, <laughs> no, no, I know. For, I know that like, like for my, for, for. No one's going to fact earliest, check. Yeah, good luck. I mean, this I am is, your biggest fan. How, yeah, no, no. I mean, going back, I mean, getting going. It's true. You're the, you're the, you're the yeah. marijuana of woodworking. Like you get yeah, everyone man. going and get everyone rolling, rock and roll. Yeah, you're, you're the first. Yeah, you're the edibles of. Uh, no, it's it's really it really is true. I mean, you know, there's a lot of. I mean, I, I learned how to make a mallet from you, and oh, cool. that's something I did. I mean, that's just a fact. I learned how to make a mallet from you, and. Uh, that's, some, that's one of my, everybody needs things. a mallet. Everyone needs a mallet. And I, I did that yeah. for a while. It was a solid six months stint where I just made a bunch of mallets, you know, <laughs> and all these different things you can, you can learn different things from all these different projects. So everything, everything feeds on itself as you today. learn more and more stuff. I mean, there's that, no reason to uh, one up why, why are you flexing? Uh, <laughs> somebody ordered it on Etsy. So I had to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but no. what you're saying is really the, the most humbling part to me about what I do because it didn't I didn't realize kind of my place in all of this until you know in the last few years and when I hear stories like that or like when I was at WorkbenchCon and people would would say similar stories is like wow I got started woodworking because I watched one of your videos you know 10 years ago or whenever and it's just amazing because I at the time I would have never really realized that that was kind of a thing and so now to me now, I have to, I feel like I take my role even more seriously than I did years ago. Cause now I think, oh, actually I, I feel like I'm sort of making an impact, which I didn't really realize I was. Before. Well, you're hearing that same through line regularly now. So it's got to feel yeah. one great, also humbling, but also you have a very clear like guideline for what you can, are doing with your content and right. how to guide that. I mean, it's really got to make things like, I wish I had an identity like that within content or with what I'm doing with my content. I wish I knew like what my, how people view my channel and what, what I need to make my content towards. That's yeah. I just think that there needs to be somebody who can offer beginning woodworkers a starting point who's not a beginning woodworker themselves. I mean, there's plenty of these, hey, come along with my journey as I learn woodworking channels. But I think if somebody really is interested in learning that it's a good idea to have somebody who at least could show you all of this beginning stuff. And for me, it's like super rewarding to strip everything back. And every time I build a project to remember, wait a second, maybe somebody doesn't exactly know how to put a drill bit into a chuck or, you know, these are the really basic things Super fundamental that, stuff, yeah. that, that people ask questions about. And I think that it's easy, to, easy to overlook that. And for me, that's, it's really fun to kind of think like that. Every time I make a video, what would be some of the questions somebody would ask who's never, you know, held a screwdriver in their life? What would be some of the things it, that they, they might be interested in? It's so important to think that way too, because I mean, I, I mean, this is, I, I do what I do for, I do this for a living now. I make furniture for a living. I don't think about that. And it's really, it's really to my detriment because I'll, I'll start doing things. I'm like, oh yeah, this, you get to the point where it's just not relatable for some people. You're starting to share stuff and you're like, no one even like maybe 1% of even in the woodworking world does this kind of stuff. So um, that being, thinking that way, keeping it <clears throat> Everyone's doing that stuff. It's the kind of things where if you do this for a living, you don't even think that you're doing it. But then you realize, oh, I just did that like 50 times a day. Of course, it's important to talk about that to people because it is such a basic. Yeah. I don't want to use the basic because it almost sounds diminutive. I, it's such a it's it's a thing you do so often. You don't think about it as such an important it's like thing. like a muscle you reflex. You do it so often. It's a, yeah, it's like muscle, muscle memory. memory. Like, 
Yeah, like yeah. something you don't you you do so often. It is obviously important because you do it so often, but you take advantage of the value of it because you do it so often. You become complacent with that action, but then you yeah. realize, that, yeah, and there's way more people who don't know how to do that than do know how to do that. Yeah, and for us, it becomes second nature because we do that so often. And for the vast majority of people, the most basic tasks that we perform without thinking about are completely alien tasks because they've never done even cut a board in half right. before. Most people have never done that. I run and into so, stuff like that every day with uh, the guy I have working in my shop. He's very new to woodworking and I'll give him a task and he'll be like, you really got to explain <clears throat> to me what you're talking about. Right. Because, and I don't yeah. even realize it because like, like we were talking about, it's just like muscle memory. You do it all the time. You don't even yep. think about it. It's wild. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, so I, I just think it's important that, you know, I fulfill that role. And it, it can be a little limiting for me at times, but I just have to keep reminding myself, well, this is this is what I do. This is, th These are the people that I want to reach. And I know people are going to kind of graduate from my videos after a while, but they, sometimes they come back and watch them. And Not plus this I have, guy. <laughs> that's great. And I have videos kind of exploring some other topics I like to do. And I've got Halloween videos. So <laughs> there's that. And there's always something give, you can Give learn. me all the Halloween videos, Steve. <laughs> I love it. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that you watched those. There's too. always some quick little <laughs> tip, a little bit of insight or something like, oh, I never thought to use that like that. You know, like, I don't know mm. that ba a battery on a drill could be a hammer. Like, that's cool. So, <laughs> you know, but we all always, know that there's always something, you know, uh, that you, you can see in your video or any other person. And you're like, wow, I never thought to do that. So you can never discount that. Like, oh, well, that content's below me because I'm already at this level. It's like, well, you know, you might be at that level, but you may have not gotten all of the basics. Um, and I think yeah. calling them basics is fine, Mike, because it's. Like you said, it's the yeah. it, it is the basis of all of our knowledge. Is that's how a, we learned everything. A series on my channel just called Basics, and it explores <laughs> the basics of using a jigsaw, the basics of using, and I try to break it down. And some of those I'm trying to like even remake again with even better information now. And that's um, kind of those your... are really those are really popular for people. I mean, I've got it. Here's like the the tools you need is if you're just starting woodworking, here's, I think what you need just to get started. And because it, I, I think if I was learning woodworking and there's so much information out there at all different points, it, it would be really important for me to have an entry level, an entry point, a place where I could start from and, and look at a channel and go, Oh, I can see this channel is clearly for beginning woodworkers. Hey, that's me. And look at this. There's a there's a playlist right at this the top that says start here with an <laughs> arrow pointing to it. And here are the tools and here's how to use these things. Here's what how to pick wood, you know, all of these kind of things. And and I really enjoy. And that's enjoy the basis that. for your uh what's it, the weekend woodworker course? Weekend woodworker yeah. course, yeah. So can can you yeah, talk a little bit about that the, like how that yeah, evolved from your videos? Yeah, I mean, that really evolved from the limitations of YouTube because I know that teaching on YouTube is good, but there's, the limitations are that I can't really get too involved in what I'm teaching. And I thought to expand on this entry-level kind of concept of start here and you can work your way up to this point, the only way I could do that is on a course where I, and I wanted the course to be a fully completable course. It's not just like, here's some projects you can do. It's like, okay, first course, you're going to learn how, you're going to need a workbench, but I'm going to assume, yeah the, yeah, the BMW and thousands of people have made that workbench. And I'm going to assume that you have nothing except you're going to have the tools I recommend. You're going to have a circular saw and a miter saw to begin with. And so here's how you can make a workbench. Before you do anything, do this. And you could do this on the floor. You can do it on your driveway, wherever, at least. And then you get that. And then from there, it can move on to, okay, now the next project will be, here's how to make a, a little side table using just a miter saw and boards that you can get at Home Depot. And so then it progresses this way up through six or seven projects till you get to the final course and, or the final project in the course where you've learned step-by-step step how to use a table saw and, and all of the, the kind of basic power tools needed for 
your most basic kind of power tool based workshop. And so, you know, I like the idea that it's, it's completable and that you can actually get a certificate at the end of it. You know, we give away badges and stuff. People (laughs) post their projects. And so that was really important to me to just to have that one resource for people to get started. That's awesome. So cool. Very and it's cool. less than 6,000 plants, I'm assuming, right? In that one class? 16,000, <laughs> 16, <000, laughs> right? 16,000. <laughs> less than 16,000. So you can't actually complete the list. <laughs> oh, God. So dumb. so dumb. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, so I did, a, I did like this expose on Ted's woodworking years ago. This is probably in like 2009 or something. Yeah, I, I was really interested. It, I I, so I had this. All, it was all on my second channel I had in... It was all, so I, I dove into like, who is this? That's the Steve Ramsey plus, right? Yeah. Yeah. It used to be called mere minutes and now it's plus because everybody has a plus in the future. Everybody will have a plus for 15 minutes. (laughs) So (laughs) I got into this Ted's woodworking scam and I'm like, what is this thing? How is this everywhere? How is this legal? (laughs) And first of all, I was finding out, is there a Ted? And so I, I Googled, uh, the address of where they give where it is. And if it's just a non-existent address, it doesn't exist anywhere. And then I did like reverse image search. The guy is just a stock photo, Ted, he doesn't exist. And so I went through all of this and I bought this thing just to see what was in there. And mostly it's just a bunch of like photocopied plans from the 1950s popular mechanics. And and it's just garbage in there. And it's just, a list of folders, because this was originally like a CD-ROM or something, you know. It was just a <laughs> list of folders with with just junk in Now there. it's 100,000 accounts on Instagram. That's oh, all it is. Well, And so this is, this is what led me to finding out, well, how has this become such a thing? Because it's, an, it's one of these affiliate programs, mm-hmm. which is just a multi-level marketing scheme, basically. And they, it's all from this company called ClickBank. ClickBank is the largest company that does all of this affiliate sales stuff. And that's their number one, their number one seller is Ted's Woodworking. And so you can become like this affiliate and then they encourage you, here's the videos you can use. You should see some of the videos that they've made that are just direct word to word by word copies of (laughs) videos that I've made. It's just amazing how they do that. And then they... (laughs) They just spam everywhere. And then there's all these variations of it now. You'll see like wood pre, which it looks like wood pricks, which is probably more appropriate yeah, to what it is. <laughs> and then and there's there's like wood glut. And so all of these oh. are just like keywords I have to put and block them on my YouTube channel because they just it just will overrun it, you know. I've blocked so many of those accounts on Instagram. It's yeah. it's ridiculous. It's uh, yeah, you'll see these accounts because they'll they'll on Instagram, they'll have like a hundred thousand followers or something. You know, there's no comments because they're all followers that that you can buy, mm-hmm. and then they steal everybody's videos and then they just put them on there. You know, woodworking joy or something is the mm-hmm. name of the channel. And I think, wow, how are people following this? But well, it's not really yeah. people following it. It's fake followers, and all roads lead to Ted's woodworking, and <laughs> that's where they're trying to make their money. Dang it, Ted, trash. <laughs> <laughs> and this thing's been going on for like 20 years now. Yeah. It's crazy. <clears throat> That's wild. It's crazy. MySpace times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, so also I, I mentioned it in the pre-show, but I wanted to like talk about how, I mean, you, you said that YouTube is a great place to teach. Obviously it doesn't, it's not great for the super ultra long format. So how, I mean, real kind of deep dive. How do you utilize youtube to push traffic to your classes outside of the obvious hey i'm doing a class join this class yeah mostly the strategies well mostly i try to get people to sign up for my tool list which is uh, you can get started woodworking i have a i had this idea of like if i can get people started in woodworking for under a thousand dollars that seems like I would want to start woodworking. I mean, it seems reasonable. It's getting harder and harder. I update that list every month. I try wow. to keep it up to date with, because it's it's hard. These tool companies, yeah. they change the models and they're <clears> constantly yeah, yeah. like, oh, look, my table saw has got a new hat on it now. It's different. And <laughs> and so, and so I, 
it's hard to keep that, but I basically do. And, and it's just showing people how you can get, you know, started with brand new tools for that. And I also tell them how really even a better way to do it is to buy some used tools because used tools are a great way to go. You can get some great used tools for a lot less than the newer tools. And in a lot of cases, yep. they're better. I mean, it's just a motor that spins something really. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. so that's the, that's the idea is I usually try to get people there because once they're, they download that list, then they've opted in for me to send them an email saying, thank you for getting my list. By the way, I have mm-hmm. courses that you might be interested in and you can get started in woodworking. And so that's been really successful that way. That's awesome. awesome. And then you That's also awesome. have you well what used to be WTS now is Creative Culture Podcast, right? So the Creative rebrand. Culture Podcast. Yep. Yeah. So it um, can you talk a little bit about that? And, and do you have any other, I guess, revenue streams or we could talk about it, or you know something else you're doing on top of all of this? Is there a TV show? Uh, the, <laughs> no, I don't. I wouldn't do TV. They, there's. Well, I mean, you can reach a lot more people on YouTube than you can on television these days. They're not That's really true. Yeah. And so there doesn't need to really be 40 f- people's hands in the pot. Yeah. It doesn't really have that, like, cachet, I guess, it once had. You know, now it kind of is, is limited to a very certain demographic of people who would mm-hmm. even watch television, especially a woodworking-type mm-hmm. show. Right. But, um, yeah, I do the the courses. I do the the creative culture podcast and yeah thanks for mentioning that because yeah i did just which, change the name of it <laughs> yeah <laughs> which, which you is, just rebranded like in the last week it, or so right? just the last week yeah yeah it's on a lark i'm trying Breaking to get news the, yeah you heard it here first <laughs> well it, it explains exactly what the show is rather than the wts which is like what's this shit i don't know and so hopefully that that helps but i love doing the podcast it's fantastic oh and then i have my newsletter too the newsletter is pretty good um uh do that once a month and i'd like to talk to you about uh just running an ad for me through your newsletter is that something yeah that- who I reach out to? You got it. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> just I want I just want a direct link to my Etsy store if that's cool. Uh, um, but yeah, those are that's pretty much that's what I do. The the courses are definitely the main focus of my business, and then YouTube um, is more of. I you know YouTube. I have a, a interesting relationship with YouTube over the years because now. I'm not as concerned with YouTube as I once was. I I think that it's more, I I have the, I've adopted kind of this Zen attitude towards YouTube of like, I'll post videos when I can, when I want and when I'm inspired to do something and I'm not going to obsess over it anymore. I think I, I, I have enough, I get enough views. I have enough followers. I don't need any more. I don't, you know, (laughs) You're content with your content. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally, totally content with it. Yeah. And I, I like that because it puts me in a good space to really produce the kind of content that I want. It kind of reminds me of yeah. the way it was when I first started YouTube. I could just kind of make any types of videos and, and post them on there. And it was just a lot of fun. And I'm, I'm kind of That's regaining awesome. that now. Yeah. You're not, not not a great analogy, but you're not scratching and clawing for the growth. You're really, your entire focus is on making good content, which is really cool. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Quality Uh, over quantity, maybe. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Well, thank you for the Steve Ramsey take on Steve Ramsey. We really appreciate that. (laughs) Uh, No, uh, I think we're going to jump quickly into kind of what's on our bench. It's a little segment we do over here and, uh, you know, Dan sings about it. What's on my bench? That's Dan, believe it or not. Uh, he's a beautiful little voice of an angel. I'm going to actually throw it to Dan first, because I don't know what Dan's got going on on his bench. And I'd yeah, like what do you got going know. on? Uh, well, I've actually had a pretty interesting week, you know, aside from the Etsy orders, which I always do, which I always talk about, uh, yada, yada, broken record. Um, so this past weekend, I had Nick Bram and Braden from Little Bug Woodworking <clears throat> over at my shop, and they were kind of hanging out and helping me out. Braden, I had Braden working on, uh, well, I didn't have him working on it. He was working on a bigger panel glue up, and uh, he'd never done a panel glue up that big. So I was like, you know, come on over to my shop, and I'll give you a hand. And Nick <clears throat> wanted to come over and help out, and I was like, heck yeah. So 
Nick actually dove into my CNC, my my uh, journeyman, and he upgraded it to the spindle all by himself. Nice. Finally, after like, years. Thank you, Nick. Braden did? <clears throat> no, Nick oh, did. Nick did. Nick Nick did. did. Nick oh, did. yeah. Nick's, well, my, got, Nick's got a huge set of brains on him. He's, he's, he Nick really does. <laughs> Nick's, Nick's great. Yeah. But it was all made uh, possible because Onefinity sent me that, that new Beefy Z slider that I ordered way back whenever it uh, was announced. Um, so we got that all going, and I was super hyped to come out into the shop on Monday and have two CNCs going. I was going to be, like, pumping stuff out, and the controller on the Journeyman took a took a oh. poo. Yeah, so I got to get that replaced. <laughs> that stinks. Oh, that's on the Journeyman, not turn on off. the not on the small one. Yeah, the Journeyman controller oh. took a poop. So my woodworker is now the main <laughs> CNC until that new controller comes in. Hey, at least you so got a CNC right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm so 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 thankful that I have a CNC because I would be up shit creek without a paddle or whatever my grandma used to say. Um, yeah, so that was the big. We're gonna thing need a bigger paddle. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know, I I just want to rant a little bit you know i love etsy i love it uh, you know it, it makes a lot of things possible for me so i I really appreciate it but what? man i, w- <laughs> but. I really wish people would read product descriptions you know i we put those there for a reason i've had <laughs> wait, wait a second you're telling me you want people to read yeah i know i know that's a big ass <laughs> good luck Jeez. <laughs> we make videos because um, they don't read <laughs> so i, I <laughs> it's a good point pete um <laughs> So I, I had a run of those those C tables that I make, right? And I've had three people return them because they don't fit their couch. And in the description, there's a uh, very clear, you know, set of dimensions on on how big it is. And and I also say there, if these don't work for you, let me know. We can work something out. And you know, if it's it if it's within reason, I will give you an extra inch. I'll give you an extra inch if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> to make it work, you know. And Came for the C table, stayed for the extra inch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I had people return them, you know, and, you know, with it being on Etsy, you, you you really have no choice but to just take the return and eat the cost. It's, it's a real bummer. Wow. But it is what it is. Are you not Well, who would buy something them? like that and why would they buy something like that and not measure it? I don't know. They're not cheap. They're not cheap. Dan, you yeah, should be grapes. charging them for the return. Yeah. Standard sta- I'm making No, the standard policy that like Etsy has you accept is like, "Hey, you should have a return policy. Here's one we suggest." It I have it on all my stuff now. It basically says this item is eligible for return if the uh user pays for the shipping back. Yeah. So then the you deduct that from the shipping back. Yep. And then within reason obviously because if it's damaged it's it's something. So they are paying for that or you're deducting it yes, out I'm of not, the I'm insurance. not paying okay. for that. Okay, right? I thought so you send it back to me in the box that I sent it to you in and I'll give you a okay. refund. Oh, I mean, that's sure. only fair. So that's something. Yeah, at least yeah. that's Anyway. That. I'm sorry, dude. That is that. Um mm. yeah, I think we got about 10 more of those tables to make. It'll be <laughs> nice when they're all caught up. Well, you only have to um, set, make seven now. Send those ones out. <laughs> yeah. you, maybe. Yeah. Well, the the ones that we have to make are actually special orders. So the oh, the ones that got yeah. sent back aren't going to work because those are the standard <clears throat> option. So, yeah, whatever. Uh, I'd like to hear what Steve's working on. So Same. Steve? Same. What well, have you been working on see. lately? This Literally, is more of a uh, metaphor of what's on my bench. It, it could be anything. Yeah. You could be working I was gonna on say, well, the garden. Are we literally or metaphorically? Metaphorically. Because literally, there's just a whole bunch of shit on my workbench right now. Talk about that but and then metaphorically. On a broader too. sense, <laughs> I am working on a uh, a little garden bench that I... I knew I had some proto- to do gardens. Yeah. I'm calling it the meditation bench. I like oh. to have a name for something zen that bench. Con- conjures up. Yeah. It's the, my Zen meditation bench. And so the, it, it, you go out there and you just sit. And so the, the I made one of these last <clears throat> summer, it was. Uh, I was just kind of prototyping some a few projects. And the idea then was I wanted to see if it was possible to make some really cool projects using nothing but just a circular saw, a drill, and basically that would be it, a jigsaw. And so I made this bench and it was really, really cool. And so now I'm looking at it thinking, hmm, what if I can make that same bench, but make it a little bit 
better. And so that's what I'm going to work on now with a full video instead of just, I just shot a short at the time. When I, and the, the whole conceit of this is that you could make the whole thing out of just like four two by fours and three or three two by fours and two one by fours. And that's all you need. Nice. And so it's, it's an easy, simple thing to make, but this time it'll be a little bit fancier Ooh, than the this, last time. Is this the bench that you made a couple years ago? And I remember that you painted it like a rainbow color or there was... Oh, well, there, I... so Am I remembering <laughs> this correctly? I, I paint things a lot of different colors. This one <laughs> I painted orange. Okay. And I've made a purple bench. And last year I made... And this was a project that I made just a month ago. I'm I seeing made. blue and green too. So I, I made a rainbow colored shop stool. Yes. Okay, so okay. this was last summer. And then I redid that just a few weeks ago uh, with just a, a plain finish on it. Yeah, that was the, that was just a short is all I did was that rainbow bench. And it, it just generated a whole ton of angry people that don't like rainbows. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had a friend paint uh, walnut yellow once and, uh, well, he's, we he's no longer him. with us. <laughs> <laughs> But you see, I love painted water. projects. No, you would never paint that. But see, for me, pine is, I think it's a great wood to work with. And I think it's an underrated wood and people think that, oh, it's cheap. It's, but I think it's beautiful. And especially if you can find pine that has some really interesting knots or something really kind of that other people might throw back in the bin and think it's ugly and just kind of highlight those. I think it's really cool looking wood. Plus it's cheap and it's great for painted projects. And I love painted mm. projects, especially outdoor projects. Nothing protects. Yeah. Wood I was just better gonna, than I was going to say that. I remember <laughs> you saying that in a video once that nothing protects yeah. outdoor projects better than paint. And that, I mean, we paint our houses. I mean, that's <laughs> why we do yeah. it. You know, I should it's put great. No, never mind. I wasn't going to say no. that. Never mind. You can't paint your couches. I was going <laughs> to talk about putting an oil finish on the outside of my house, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let that go. Just halcyon the whole thing. That's it. Anything else? Oh, those are what's. That's pretty much what's on my bench. And I'm trying to organize my shop. I, I'm trying to finally, you know, damn it, get this place organized. And I, I'm in this real. The last couple of years, I've been in this real minimalist kind of phase of, of my life. And I, I just want to get rid of things. And I, I just want to like strip everything down to the most bare essentials of what I need. And so I've gotten rid of, in my shop, I no longer have a, a planer. I don't have a joiner. I don't have a bandsaw. I feel like everything Whoa. is going to be very, very simple. And so that's why I have now, I'm trying to get go through the cabinets and just remove the stuff that no longer, that no longer sparks joy. Get it out of here. Be gone. And then I have all this free space. And I, I just, I, I love working in a shop like that, that everything is simple. Oh, I can respect that. I hate a messy shop. Yeah. That's why I always, I always recommend people is like, clean up your shop when you leave it for yeah. the day. Because it yeah. sucks to walk in and have the sawdust and, and just crap. You're like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm Dan being personally like, attacked. <laughs> <laughs> Dan. You're the guy that walks back in his in home with like sawdust all oh, over you, shaking it well, off he, on the floor. He blows himself off. <laughs> yeah, in the hallway. Oh, God. <laughs> oh your poor wife. <laughs> Pete, um, what do you got going on this week? So, uh, this week was, uh, it was a bit of a wash for me. So, um, last it's week. about time. Yeah. Huh. Uh, one my monthly wash. <laughs> so we actually, we had a little, uh, pet incident last week oh, after the podcast. Right. Um, my cat Binks, our lovely girl, uh, she was in here in, a in the office with me and I had like gotten up in my chair and next thing I know, she is fully flat to the floor, full feral, like ready to attack me. And then does. What? Yeah. The, the sweetest Puncher? cat ever. Who won? Uh, she did that night. <laughs> oh, really? But basically, I, I think what may have happened is I, I may have rolled my chair back uh, onto her and she just got scared like oh, never before. Poor I mean, this things. cat has like, I can pick her up. I can shake her. <laughs> Not that I shake my cat, but you know, like I can right. pick her up. I love you. Her. 
in the shop with me. You know? yeah, I think I know what the problem is. Now. <laughs> like she hangs out in a shop with me, even when the tools are running. Sometimes, like she, wow. she's great. You know, she doesn't like the saws and planers, but if the lasers running or if I'm like sanding or whatever, she's fine. Um, so we were kind of dealing with that because, like, it it's a pet. Um, if I remember correctly, you had a cat, right, Steve? I've yep. got two cats. You got yeah. two cats. Co- Cobra? Cobra and Bubbles. That's right. Yeah. And Bubbles. Yeah, they're, they're brother and sister. So, you know, like pets are family. And unfortunately, yeah. sometimes we care about them like a little too much. So I have I was like heartbroken because this cat, like we literally had to lock her up in uh, one of the bathrooms with a little box for like the last week. We took her to what? the vet because she was still attacking us and hissing and, and or not attacking. It's just like started like that. Just like that. So I think sudden. she got hurt and that was her pain response. So oh, the next no. day she was still hissing. We got her trapped in a carrier, took it to the vet. They numbed her, you know, they gave her a bunch of painkillers and stuff. And then, then they gave her some anti-anxiety stuff. And basically, long story short, she was like doped up and still not herself. We tried to let her out uh, on Monday, but she was still coming off of her opioids that they gave her, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. So I've been a nervous wreck. Like this is family oh, and man. it's like a, my child. And I was just like, you know, it's a pet. It hurt It hurt my heart that she was hurt, and I could not focus on anything the whole weekend. We also were supposed to have a uh, wedding, and I ended up staying home with her just to, like, feed her, change the box, everything like that. So I was a mess the whole weekend. I didn't eat. I uh, stopped drinking. <laughs> Fun fact, Dan. Basically, I had, like, two drinks in the last week. Um, Dan and I were trying That's to get, get our... Still. That's <laughs> going from every day to, like, two drinks in the last uh, week, it's pretty good. Um, That's pretty but dang I, good. I lost nine pounds since last Sunday. Not this. Wow. Oh, sorry, not this last what? Sunday. The Sunday before that. Because you like, telling me all I got to do is run over my cat and I can lose weight. Don't I don't <laughs> recommend it. But I've just been like so stressed and not really doing much. And like, is she doing any better things. now? She is. is she's she... doing fantastic now. Tomorrow we're probably going to let her out and let her just you know have the house. But you again. think she's she's calmed back to normal? Totally. Like we're in the in that bathroom oh, uh, a couple times a day, like just hanging out with her, playing and stuff. I'll so tell you something. Wow. I know this. Yeah, if, super if weird. If your cat's anything like mine. It can hold a grudge, like a dog. <laughs> well, if you run over the the tail of a dog, like he he'll like yelp or she'll yelp yeah. or whatever, and then like five minutes later, hey bud, what's going on? Cats? Yeah. No, I That's... I stepped on Paco's tail once or something. He hated me for a week, man. They hold grudges. <laughs> That's why we gave her like a week. You know, it's been a week now. Like, okay, tomorrow, let's see, let's let her play around. We might still keep her there at night, uh, just to see because she gets more feisty and playful at night. So we're like, let's just ease into this but anyways because of that i didn't do a lot of stuff in a shop uh worked on a couple projects we we're doing some custom coasters we got a bunch of orders um from the craft fair that we did a couple weeks ago so we we're just fulfilling them uh emma's been helping me out nice. with um dialing in the laser i actually got some new lenses for my laser which i'm super excited about so now i have three different um focal lengths so i can do some better engraving and better cutting so i'm excited to try that out can you put uh, Mike, I might be picking laser? Your... you can yeah but one really? at a time so it's not a bite vocal. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. And aside from that, Emma's uh, on spring break right now from teaching. So it's just been nice to have her at home. So we've been kind of taking the time to set up some processes and almost like uh, policies and procedures and almost like start forming a, a bit of a wiki of like everything we do so that we can refer to it at any time. Or if she doesn't always need me to be there to hold her hand if she needs to well, step in smart. and help out with something. Um, yeah, it's it, early stages, but at least we're getting information down on paper, which is going to be important for down the line so pretty stoked um because steve my wife is actually coming on she's going to be quitting dance uh teaching dance and then she's going to be helping me out and running her business too so we're trying to get ahead of the that before the school year is over but that's been my week not a lot of woodworking uh just just working on uh not being stressed (laughs) mike what's up with you well went up to the snow last weekend that was nice went up to tahoe it was like at least 12 feet high along the sides of the highway it was wild Man, lots of snow I, i've seen it's, those pictures yeah it's it's crazy and then uh taught my son how to ride his bike this week that was fun uh he picked it up super quick i told him uh if you learn how to ride your bike i'll buy you a dirt bike so <laughs> now i owe him a dirt bike so <laughs> i got my i got my dirt bike fixed up this last week too it's been the weather's getting really nice it's been just fantastic weather right the, now, what so. technique did you use to have to teach him how to, to i have this really positive reinforcement and uh, <laughs> just like there you go no, no i have i have a pretty decently long driveway between my house and my shop so he was it's pretty flat so he 
he i i held him i held the back of his seat uh yeah. and then eventually i just stopped holding it and i didn't tell him and he was just doing it himself <laughs> and then i i grabbed it at the end before he fell and i said hey I, just so you know you just did that by yourself for uh that entire pedal and he's like what I'm like, yeah <laughs> you just you did it you're fine I was like, so then I just had to teach him how to take off and then stopping. And he, it, we did that for about three, four hours and he had it down and now he's riding every day. So it's nice. uh, that, was, that was a cool, proud dad moment. Um, nice. So I'm going to go buy him a dirt bike. <laughs> he really loves it. He really wants Logical a dirt bike. Logical next step. I mean, I want to I take mine out really bad. Uh, I'm really excited to get him one because it'll be fun, fun thing for me and him to do together. So um, uh, yeah, other than that, we're just... Real busy right now. Bought a humongous air compressor for the new CNC that's coming. Big boy. Things, uh, yeah, I had to get an 80-gallon for it is what they recommended for the CNC. Um, it's a big monster CNC. So, um, yeah, we got I got that in. We did Matt and I, one of my guys, we did the electrical for that and the new that the new um, air compressor. And then there's some new C, uh, dust collectors coming in the shop soon. I'm really excited to talk about those. Um <clears throat> Uh, Steve, I'm doing the opposite of you. I am. I like putting as many tools stuff. as possible in there. No, <laughs> just get out of the buildings <laughs> when he yeah, runs no, out of space. Yeah, I keep I keep adding more buildings and adding more tools. No, so we got, but yeah, we got we got all the electrical done. It was really quick. When when I did the electrical for the new building, I made it so I, I knew that there was going to be more expansion and growth coming. So I put really oversized. Um, conduit everywhere so it'd be very easy to feed new wiring and when i did that so i thought ahead this time because this is like the fourth time i've redone my shops and i'm tired of having to replace all the stuff so kind of thought ahead um but uh i did that went up to the snow taught my son that we landed these really cool built-in jobs really excited about that there are these two cabinets it's a dry bar and a bookshelf uh we're going through all the details on that right now those are going to be really cool like i'm really excited about those projects we're gonna have a good time with that. We're doing. We just finished up a desk. We're delivering tomorrow. Um, my customer, who we do all the custom grounding boxes for, we just delivered twenty to him this week. Uh, they have the big audio expo next weekend in Chicago, and we're hoping to have some really exciting news from that show. They're they're uh, hoping to land distribution on that. Uh, him and his partner are hoping to land distribution with two companies, and that's going to be a absolutely crazy pivot for the company so uh we're we're expecting a lot of those to start moving yearly now we'll start seeing a lot of those going out of the shop um so yeah we're delivering the desk tomorrow doing a dining table right now doing a f- another dining table right now uh we got some one of my interior design clients has all these shelves and a giant mantle we have to do um did a job walk today with for a customer who steve i work i do a all my furniture stuff. I also do a lot of like salvage lumber projects where um, right. I hate, I hate when trees go to the landfill. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate it. So um, this, this, this client, potential client, they had a, a, a Valley Oak tree come down, which is a white Oak um, come down on their property and it's 42 inch diameter. Uh, and they had Ooh. it cut up into 10 foot segments. Yeah, it's, it's huge. I can't oh, get nice. it out of there. I'm gonna have to hire a company, <laughs> but they want us, they want me to get it out of there, get it slabbed, get it killed, turn into furniture or turned into lumber so I can build them a few pieces of furniture for their home. So, um, it's going to be a cool project. Um, and then, yeah, that's what's going on. What's your, what's your favorite type of project to work on, Mike? As for, well, for clients. F- for, well, so for a long time it was tables, um, mm-hmm. But it's it's really pivoted to I really like making desks and chairs a lot. I really like making chairs. Like I I'm like late right now in this period of time, I'm constantly thinking about chair designs and hmm. and making new chair designs. I really enjoy making chairs. Um and for some reason I'm really into desks as well, because they're a little bit more complicated than a table because yeah. you can add cabinet elements to it and stuff. Um and I just they're just really, I don't know. It, I feel like you can still do things to them and have them still be a bit original. Whereas tables, yeah, there's not a whole lot of originality you can do with tables these days. It's really yeah. tough to have like like the tabletop. A desk base has but. more play. play yeah, yeah we legs, can do more stuff the like the standoffs, the reveals. Yeah, yeah, we can do all kinds like the, of stuff. The, so it's the all, wire spots. Yeah, the, yep. exactly. So <laughs> I've been I've been having fun with desks. Uh, this one we just did is really cool. It's like a dual mitered waterfall with a cabinet in the middle, so it's a two person desk. Um, I think it's cool that you're doing chairs. I I think that that's something that intimidates a lot of woodworkers. It does does too. Like it's something that uh, you can, 
yeah. you can make so many different types. There's a, the, yeah. It seems like that's the piece of furniture that has more potential than anything mm -hmm. else. I mean, there's only so much it, you can do with a dining table. Right. Know? And yeah. it's, it, you can go so many directions with it. No arms, armrest, no armrest, uh, mm -hmm. how you want to do your back. I mean, there's so much you can do with them and they're so fun. And I remember like I was doing my first ones uh, like six, seven months ago and I was really intimidated. And then we built it and I was like, oh, this, this makes a lot. Once you do it, you know, you're like, oh, this is, makes a lot of sense. This just makes sense. And then you can start getting real crazy with it. So I think they're fun. There is a lot of joinery involved with them. So, I mean, you could spend as much time on one chair as you do on one table easily. Right, um, yeah. I mean, there's just so many more parts to it, but uh, it's, they're just so fun. Chairs are just such yeah. a fun thing to build and I'm I, constantly sketching them now. So I sketched up a design a couple months ago and I, one of these days do it. I'm going I'm to do it and uh, do it this weekend. Yeah, right. Do it this weekend. It's, uh, <laughs> just do it this it's weekend. Gonna a, it's going to be a busy weekend. I don't know if you know what's going on this weekend. Is it another beer fest? Is it a like corn oh, fest? Right. I forgot it's <laughs> it's corn fest. Yeah, my bad. Uh, corn, uh, fest. corn fest. Twenty twenty three. Well, actually, there's still you guys are still two years behind the rest of the country, right? It's twenty. It's <laughs> corn fest twenty twenty one. How's the pandemic? Yeah, they're still in lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't found toilet paper in weeks. <laughs> nice. Uh. Oh man. No, just be on the lookout uh, yeah, for the shortage. Yeah. Dan, in like six terrible. months, houses, oh, they're going to be so expensive. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Good luck buying a house in six months. No. Yeah, chairs Chairs are my favorite thing right now. I'm really getting into that, and it's just, it's just a blast. I love making them, so. But, enough but. about me. Let's ask, or let's get into some questions here real quick. I want to actually. We got a lot of I'm questions gonna, this week. We have three. Uh, actually two, two, <laughs> one a, of them's a two statement, in a statement. <laughs> two in a statement. I mean, one of them. So I wanted to read this first. I'm going to truncate this, but Max and Mindy Coons, their patrons, they messaged us in the patron account. Uh, Jason Hibbs at Bourbon Moth put out the video about the oily rag spontaneous combustion. Um, and actually I think we talked about this last week, but, uh, gosh, Lumber Lab Inc. Like two yeah. days after Jason's video came out, his shop burned down, uh, oh, oily God. rags. Um, <clears throat> And then uh, Max and Mindy, they didn't mention it, but back in September, they lost their shop and their home to a fire. Uh, it was not oily rags. It was determined by the claims adjuster and the fire marshal to be rechargeable batteries for cordless tools left on the uh -huh. chargers. And the cell, yeah. it just kept taking power and uh, it burst and started a fire. They lost everything. So they have fortunately recovered and they're they've got a business at a commercial spot and i'm assuming they have somewhere where they're living because it sounds like things are on a positive it sounds note. like they're doing but really well now thank goodness it, yeah it sounds like they, it pivoted for them in a good way but God, i mean obviously horrible. it's horrible very yeah. traumatic it's just a horrible story like losing your home it just sounds frightening and to a uh, battery really yeah yeah to a battery I mean, and we all know it was Ryobi, and no, I'm just kidding. We, we don't know. We don't know what battery it was. They wouldn't mention, but uh, we, but but the uh, Master Force. But it's frightening. I mean, these, I mean, I always Master Force Hercules. Um, we, I, I've, I've always left my batteries on the chargers. Same. Um, you know, I always take them off. I'm paranoid. Same. Ever since reading this, I'm. I'm gonna start turning nice mine off. Guy. Yeah, I Steve mentioned this in in the pre-show, but uh, you know, putting them on in a uh, surge protector and pushing the power on that—that's exactly what we're going to do in the shop. I mean, it's, yeah. it's scary. Yep. So, it's not really a question. It's more of a PSA. Like, hey, this can happen. These batteries can burst into flames. So, I mean, think about these things. So, and then yep. if you don't have a fire extinguisher in your shop, get oh, a please. fire extinguisher in your shop. Yeah, I have please. one every. We have one every ten feet in the shop. That reminds yep, so. me. I need to go back to what's on my bench. I added something to my shop this week. Is it a big can to poop in? First aid is it red? kit. Oh, okay. First aid kit. I sliced oh, the crap out of my finger. But did you get that uh, red can as well? Didn't yeah, you get I that? got the red can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got that. Yeah, I got it. Anyway, sorry. I don't want to take away from uh, uh, the Coons' uh, story. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you never <sighs> no, know what could it. happen. I mean, and, and listen, Jason's yeah. video really brought, brought up a serious topic. I know there's been some people... You, you could say doing a rebuttal to this video and whatnot. We're not going to even mention it. But like the, the fact of the matter is this is brought up. This hasn't been talked about enough. This is a real thing. Uh, you know, Lucas's shop almost burned down. You saw the in, the, in that video, um, you know, 
this it's is a thing a that battery. can happen. Absolutely. It, a thing can happen. You should be doing anything you can to mitigate that if you can. You know, because a lot of us have our shops attached to our house. So it's not just a house, uh, not just a shop we'd be losing. And you don't want to put your family in danger. So be safe out there. Another good reason to sweep up your dust. Yep. Oh, Dan. More, more attacks <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever meet your heroes, kids. Just make you feel bad. <laughs> so you got to clean up your shop. Yeah, tidy it up. <laughs> I'm just going to strip my shop down. To a, I'm just left with nothing but me in the middle of my shop and a chisel. There's not going <laughs> to be chisel, any. No, oh, no, so no oil. No oily rags. No batteries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gosh. crazy. Until until we read that that message i mean like we were talking about in the pre-show i've had batteries on the charger in my shop Since for 95 months. same same months so yeah. yeah i think they're still on there right now i, I probably need yeah, to yeah mine are too I'm I gonna, take them after off. this show i'm gonna turn it off <laughs> crazy uh let me let's get to our first questions here the first one's from patrick genzel hey guys patrick genzel here hope you guys are all recovering nicely from WorkbenchCon. I know I have, although I am still having nightmares of Dan and uh, Braden snoring, but uh, I think I'll manage. So my question is for Steve. Uh, being the, the guy on YouTube who is known for getting people into woodworking, uh, that's always been your focus, I'm sure. But is there something in the general maker world that you're itching to learn about or interested in diving into, even if it's just for your own um, fulfillment. So that's all I've got. Hope you guys have a great show and I'll uh, catch you soon. Yeah. I mean, it, it would definitely have to be for my own fulfillment because it wouldn't work on my YouTube channel. But one thing that I've really been wanting to get into is welding and it yeah. really, it's something for years Same. I've been kind of like interested in doing, but recently I had this, I made the, I wanted to come up with this art project for my, my front yard. We, we have a very, it's a natural landscape, I guess. We don't have lawns anymore. It's all just like kind of desert landscaping. Exactly. Yeah. And so we had, I wanted to make a sculpture. So I had this idea of making these, this kind of a fan of bars, I guess, like maybe one inch by one inch bars. And I thought, man, that would be so cool to just have that thing huge in there and just all welded together out of steel. And then I, of course, don't know how to do that. I thought about buying some steel and like, you know, drilling holes and, and is bolting it all together. And I ended up making it out of wood. And this was, I, you know, I guess, probably a year ago or so. And it looks okay, but it's not going to last much longer you know it, it was did never meant it? to i painted it yeah <laughs> no, i did yeah but it's just going steve you know that's exactly what i did oh that really? is exactly oh. what i did yeah <laughs> i used that hammered metal finish okay Liam has you know and this I is steve ramsey dan he knows what's up yeah. <laughs> yeah. I give me a can of spray paint one of the videos and, i haven't know. seen yet <laughs> <laughs> i think it turned out really cool i think it's a cool project and you can look at it from different directions and, and it has a really you know it didn't do well, very well on my youtube channel because it's just an art project you know kind of very right. self-indulgent but man would i love to make that thing out of steel and i would just love to weld it together and just have those pieces just rust and it would just take on that you know rust appearance natural i think it would just Mm. yeah that sounds better than rust natural patina i like that <laughs> but i would love to do that and so one, one of these days i gotta get into the whole welding business but adding that to my list of many things that i want to do and i just need to get around to doing it awesome. yeah that's that's something i definitely want to i i learned how to weld when i was young my dad had me take classes and i haven't done it in like 15 20 years and it's something i i really want to do when we were at we're, uh maker <laughs> camp I got to do a little welding and I was like, man, this is really fun. I'd like to like to have, yeah. this, have that in my back pocket for stuff for sure. So yeah. useful. I Yeah, took, for sure. I took welding in junior high and I learned how to acetylene weld and stick weld, but I haven't, I haven't done any welding since and I'd love to hmm. someday, but apparently I have too much dust in my shop. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. just a explosion hazard at this point. <laughs> yeah. You get those oily rags and batteries everywhere too. <laughs> <laughs> Throw those batteries on the oily rag pile. Uh, the, 
the next question is from Toma. France. Hey guys, my question tonight is oh alright. I have been gifted a project for, um, from my brother to build with him as a bachelor party. We are making a Les Paul-like guitar and I was wondering, did you ever finish yours? Do you have any advice for me as I really don't want to blow my hair full? The body is one piece sipo, the neck would be <laughs> limited sipo, sapelli and padouk and the fingerboard should be, well, will be ebony. A big project. All right, thank you. Bye, guys. That's a throwback. That's a yeah. super throwback. Yeah, I, <laughs> I finished that guitar about two and a half years ago. Uh, so uh, it did take me a long time to build. It was one of my first big projects when I got into woodworking. I yeah, touched I that, Ethel. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I touched It's it a beautiful a guitar. I actually have um, two more guitars that I want to make right now. I, that was a Fender Starcaster clone. I want to build a... Uh, uh, a Telecaster, and I want to build a Gibson, a Les Paul Studio copy. So, um, th- they're fun. They're really fun. I need to make time for those projects for myself. I'm doing some other projects for myself right now, but I need to make pr- time for those. I have those ready to go and ready to make. Um, just go really slow, Toma, and have a lot of fun with it. Um, I really want to make. I really one of my goals that I won't be able to do for a while because I'm not there yet, and I've done no, no steam bending. Is uh, I want to build an acoustic guitar. I really like to build a full acoustic guitar. Wow. Ground up. That's one of my like. I want to do that That'd within cool. the next couple of that years. That seems like so. it'd be harder than a chair. <clears throat> yeah, I, I was kind of thinking it, the same thing. Yeah, That's pretty hardcore. Harder than a chair. Yeah, it's going to be really tough because you got to do steam bending. I would and you got you can, or you can do uh, good. I would love to make an That's electric okay. guitar, but I have no idea how to even play one. So I feel like it wouldn't even you, be legal. You for can me make, to make one, one, dude. You can make one. Why I've even you? thought about like offering guitar kits on Etsy so other people could build. That's yep. that's something I've definitely wanted to offer is <clears> like guitar bodies. I, I've cut bodies on, on my CNC. I've done bodies for several people multiple times. Yeah. I have I have a bunch well, of files I bought from this guy. I um, had a there's he, a, a local guy that I know. He wanted to sw- swing by and he brought over his guitar that he made. It was absolutely beautiful <laughs> and. He does it all with templates and a router, and he wanted to come over mm-hmm. and pick my brain about the CNC and stuff, and mm-hmm. that got me thinking. I'm like, you could make guitar kits and probably sell those, and people would. I think you I could mean, totally do that. Damn, that would be. Oh, I think that's a great idea. That's a fantastic idea. Okay, so, Dan, nobody do Dan, that. Nobody do that. What I made, Dan, is a. I made a a a, a work table that goes to my zero zero, uh-huh. and it's a new zero zero, and it's got dowel pins in it. So you can do your two-sided operations. So you can do Ooh, your flip nice, operations. Nice, so you can cut nice. your fronts and backs. <clears throat> so and then in the middle of it, there's a part, a little jig that attaches to the pins. I'll send you a picture of it. Please it attaches do. to the pins and it holds the neck piece in place and also has the pin in place so you can do the two-sided operations. Yeah, you could do for that like a well. yeah, you could do a 3D car for the neck, right? I mean that would Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I have is that's what I have for so there's and I've, guy, that's something I've never done is I've never done a two-sided car if I, I haven't Dive oh, really? into that. It's, I haven't had a need Once you for do it, it so. it's really yeah, yeah. Once you do it, like it's fine. It's really not bad, and it really cool. is. You got to have your references set up just right. right yeah. yeah, that's why you got to like set your your pins the same. So I have a board. The board I have <laughs> is big enough to where I can do basically any get electric guitar body size on it. So I lay the the blank on there in the pins, run the job, flip it on the pins, and it references from huh. that flip. I might have to call so you. Real, talk about that. Yeah. Whenever it's simple, the, and the guy—if you can make money on them—I mean, there's you can definitely make money on them because I've done it. I've made money every time someone comes to me with one. I say, "Well, I buy the file. This guy is who I buy them from. The files are like eighty bucks, and you get all the three D carves, and it comes in V and it comes in uh, Aspire or V Carve Pro, V Carve Profile format." Um, so oh, I'm gonna have so to make 2D. some adjustments there. <laughs> no, you, oh yeah, right. So. Uh, yeah, so it comes in the format for that, so it's real. It's real straightforward, and the files nice. this guy makes are awesome too. So cool, cool, cool. Um, but yeah, that's definitely something I'm. When the new CNC comes, because I won't have to do tool changes anymore. Because these these guitars need Weird like flex. seven chain seven tool changes. Oh for yeah, them. I can imagine. You know, they need a ton of tool changes. So, um, anyways, that'll be nice. I'll Mike, is Ken still doing guitars? Ken Clevenger. He is. He's actually coming over next weekend. 
I don't I know gonna, what he's got going. I mean, I was going to say, Tomah, he hasn't like been that active on, on Instagram lately, but maybe hit him up because like he started yeah. out with like routers and jigs and stuff, and now he's graduated to yep. CNC guitars, but that's like his bread yeah, and butter a few, right now. There's a few accounts yeah. on IG that I follow that do guitars, Crimson Guitars, yeah. uh, Shock the mm-hmm. Fox, Why Tyler over at Shock the Fox. Uh, he, he does amazing work. Yeah. Ken Clevenger Guitars... Tomah is my friend. He was my old neighbor, and he's he does. I yeah, don't know super how cool guy. We all met him. Now. Super yeah. great guy. He's yeah. just like a really great guy. But there, he's coming over next weekend, and him and his family are coming over. I'm I want to <coughs> some stuff because I think I'm going to be able to. He's basically making and selling guitar bodies and making yeah. custom guitars for people. He has his own neck files and stuff like that. So he's a great reference as well. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's a uh, guitars are fun. I really want to make more of them. And I wish I had more time to play them because I love playing. Guitar. I wish I had the patience to learn how to play one. Who's got the time? Nobody. Yeah, there's no time. No, now. do you guys have no the time? time how long have we been going? <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Good one. All right. Uh, we're an hour in, Petey Pete. Uh, I think we're actually closer to a little under that. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that's kind of the show. Unless we got. Oh, wow. Thing than it was a good one. We want to pick. Yeah, it was great, Steve. It was great having you that was, on. That was a lot of fun. This, I, I, you yeah. know, I, whenever I get asked onto podcasts, they're all different, but I think this one has really been the most fun. It's really a lot of fun that the way you so guys much. work together. You ain't got to lie to us, but keep going. Keep. Please don't. Look, let me ask you this. Okay, before we go, because I think yeah. your audience would like to know this. I'll ask each of you this. Tell me one thing about yourself that they don't know. Your audience Eight. doesn't know. Oh, I'm trying to think of non-felony ones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, a, maybe a weird hobby. Something you collect. Sadly, I talk about all my weird hobbies. My <laughs> yeah, weird collection. Like, I think that's our problem is like we're very much open books. You are. Like, yeah, everything's yeah. out I mean, there. Like, I don't know. Uh, Everybody yeah, knows about my Xbox pretty... exploits. Okay, well, you think about it. You come back yeah, next no, week I mean, and I want to hear... Like, for I me, it's like, something. yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm really into my, I'm really into guitar. I've been playing guitar yeah. since I was five. You know, I've been playing, but I don't, I don't talk about that much. I've been playing guitar forever and, and drums and bass and piano. I've been playing those since I was 12. And, uh, I'd really like to play more gu- guitar is really my favorite instrument. And I really like drums when I'm trying to get physical, but move around, you get to move a lot more on the drums than you do the guitar. But, um, do you write anymore? Yeah. Music? Like not anymore it's just been years like i, I used to i was in yeah. bands my all through my 20s you know i just did that all the time that was my thing and i can play hot cross buns on the recorder better than anybody okay set up a youtube channel yeah just, buddy. just hot cross buns. <laughs> done laps every yep. episode on the recorder hot cross buns not every video is the same thing uh played on the recorder yeah sadly that'd probably get way more traction than my current youtube channel <laughs> w uh ddww plus that's the second channel. Yeah, see, there you go. The plus. It channel. all comes back home. Start the plus Before channel. we go, Steve, I just wanted to say what a pleasure it was uh, talking to you briefly as it was at WorkbenchCon. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't it was know if you crazy listened to the episode there, that... Yeah, chaos. I don't know if you heard the episode where we talked about that. Like, yeah. That was, that was a surreal moment for me when you came up to me and you recognized me. And you're the, like, you're the one who made all that noise about Steve that thing. Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Ramsey knew who I was. That was and, cool because I liked the podcast. You know? Yeah. I don't think and I would have known you if I had no I had no like, idea you Even after to you this. left, even after we kind of parted away as my buddy Nick, he was like, did that just happen? I was like, oh, I, <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, I guess it did. I, I, I'm, I'm just, I was flabbergasted. I don't get, I don't get a whole lot of starstruckness. Starstruckness? That's mm-hmm. a word. I'm making it a word right now. But yeah. I was blown away. So thank you for that, making my whole weekend. Thanks. I appreciate that. I, it was a, it was an interesting and fun time there. That, I think the best thing about WorkbenchCon was just all the nice people I got to meet. That was your first time, yeah? Yeah, that was the first time I'd been there. It Are was, you planning on going back? Cause I yeah, I'll, I'll go back. It was, it was just so cool. Talk yeah, more. it was it's yeah. so cool to talk to everybody. Good. I didn't really do much of the other stuff there. There was There's a no really point. awkward keynote address there where I right. didn't understand. Yeah. What? Yeah, there was a lot of stories about that. <laughs> We've heard. <laughs> uh, that was funny, though. You, spending time with the people is the best part about it. And everything yeah, else yeah, that was, was kind of like, that was you're really like it. yeah. it's just kind of whatever. But If you ever find um, yourself on the East Coast in uh, October, you should go to Maker Camp. Oh, 
That's you, awesome. Yeah, I've had a lot of people. Had you a lot would of people absolutely to love to Maker that. Camp. Yeah. That's more hands on y. It's, it's right. real fun. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, well, it was a pleasure Steve. having you on. But and really thank, you, thank so you guys for inviting me. I really appreciate Please, that. It was really fun anytime. talking to you guys. Yeah, for sure. This is, yeah. oh, oh, I mean, if you're you're fun. down for it, we, we we do always have a short list of people that are like, if we ever need a fill in or we just want an extra body or yeah. we miss yeah, someone, yeah, we, we we put you on a short list. Way to ask him on the show, Pete. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, he had mentioned that he might want to come back. What if he said no? What if he said no? I'm I'm good. Going I'll see you guys later. <laughs> I, I hope you recorded my audio on no your more. end. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got this right. Okay, bye. <laughs> no. All right, let's get out of here. Steve, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really do appreciate you coming on. Uh, appreciate you so it. much. A staple for the uh, woodworking community. So thank you so much. We'll be back next week. We will talk to you guys soon. Everyone have a great week. Thanks for sharing the show. Check out everyone on YouTube and everywhere where it's relevant. Check them out. Give everyone some love. Thanks for everything. Doodles. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.